Welcome to Jesus Loves the World podcast. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered, and transformed in Jesus' name. There once was a man who was short in stature. He was very rich and lived in one of the wealthiest cities of the region. He was the chief tax collector. Tax collectors of the day had a reputation of being unscrupulous in their dealings. The culture and community considered them to be their personal enemy, for they betrayed the people by collecting money for a foreign power and falsely accused them to gain personal favour. The chief tax collector's name was Zacchaeus, which ironically means pure or righteous. So let's pick up the story in Luke chapter 19, verses 1 to 4. Then Jesus entered and passed through Jericho. Now behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus who was a chief tax collector, and he was rich. And he sought to see who Jesus was, but could not because of the crowd, for he was of short stature. So he ran ahead and climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him for he was going to pass that way. Due to Zacchaeus's reputation, it was a risk for him to be amongst the people, especially a crowd like this. But Jesus the Righteous One was going to pass by. So regardless of personal risk, Zacchaeus sought to see Jesus. The desire inside must have been so strong. He ran ahead of the crowd. His vision was blocked and with his adrenaline at its peak, he climbed a tree. With total disregard for how it may seem or look, he did all this just to get a glimpse of Jesus. With the crowd, the excitement builds. Expectations must have been high. Jesus' reputation and fame had become renowned. He heals the sick speaks with power and authority, challenges the religious, exposes hypocrisy, casts out evil spirits and sets at liberty those who are oppressed. What will happen this time when Jesus walks by? Luke chapter 19, verses 5 to 7. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and saw him and said to him, Zacchaeus, make haste and come down, for today I must stay at your house. So he made haste and came down, and received him joyfully. But when they saw it, they all complained, saying, He has gone to be a guest with a man who is a sinner. Jesus walks into the situation and crosses the cultural divide. What he did and said was outrageous in the eyes of the community. Not only did Jesus see Zacchaeus in the crowd, but he called him by name. Jesus knows everything as he is the Son of God. He knows Zacchaeus's heart, thoughts, wrongdoings, bad reputation in the eyes of the community. He knows everything about him. Yet publicly, he calls him by name. 
In amongst the crowd, Jesus acknowledges him, gives him respect, and personally speaks to him. Zacchaeus has a one-on-one conversation with Jesus in amongst this crowd. The righteous and the unrighteous. Jesus breaks down all cultural divides and accepts Zacchaeus just as he is. Society excludes individuals. Jesus includes them all. Accepted just as I am. What Jesus says to Zacchaeus is even more outrageous than actually speaking to him. Jesus said, Zacchaeus, today I must stay at your house. That word stay is the exact same word that Jesus uses in John 15:5, when he spoke intimately to his disciples. So let us read that verse. John chapter 15, verse 5. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit, for without me you can do nothing. Stay means to abide, remain, dwell, endure, continue, stand. In John 15.5, Jesus uses the word picture or analogy of the vine or main stem and its branches to reveal a deep revelation of what it is to abide, what it is to receive Jesus. Jesus reveals that to abide is intricately woven into the tapestry of life. It reflects living in an intimate relationship that forms identity, being connected with Jesus, in a relationship with Jesus, receiving from Jesus. The branches are the identity of the main stem or vine and the Jesus tree has Jesus' branches and produces Jesus' fruit. Identity and Intimacy To go deeper into what it is to abide, please listen to our podcast, Abide. So Jesus declares in front of all that he must stay with Zacchaeus, that is, abide with him. In the culture of the time, to stay at someone's house was to be in an intimate relationship with them and share a meal together, have fellowship together. And Jesus speaks with urgency. The word that has been translated as must actually means there is a need or necessity. It would be considered especially by the religious to be extremely inappropriate for a Jewish rabbi to enter into the house of an unscrupulous tax collector. For him to touch the same things and eat the same food would be the ultimate insult. Yet Jesus, in front of everyone, calls out to Zacchaeus his name and openly states his desire to be one with him. Jesus said, For today, I must stay at your house. With indignation at Jesus' words and actions, the crowd complains and murmurs amongst themselves. 
In complete contrast, Zacchaeus' response was remarkable. He immediately did exactly what Jesus asked and received him joyfully. To Zacchaeus, the thought of Jesus accepting him just as he is brought him great joy and ultimately forgiveness and freedom. So let's read on as we enter into the house of Zacchaeus and the heart of God. Luke chapter 19, verses 8 to 10. Then Zacchaeus stood and said to the Lord, Look, Lord, I give half of my goods to the poor, and if I have taken anything from anyone by false accusation, I restore fourfold. And Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house, because he also is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. Jesus shows love unconditional and grace amazing to the unloved and undeserving. As a result, the scorn, rejection and hatred from the crowd towards Zacchaeus is now turned on to Jesus. This is reminiscent of the prophecy in Isaiah about Jesus the Messiah, the Anointed One. Surely he has borne our grief and carried our sorrows. Jesus identifies with us, so we can identify with him. Once again, Zacchaeus responded to Jesus' love and grace, the complete opposite way of the crowd. He received Jesus and his righteousness into his physical dwelling and heart. As a result, Zacchaeus' heart was fully transformed, and out of his transformed heart he declared openly that he would restore four times what he had acquired falsely. That's the heart of God, as he restores over and above what has been lost through the unjust oppression of this world and the lies of the evil one and the flesh of humanity. All three have destructive forces and a lust for power and control. Yet God, in his great love, restores, renews, increases and builds. Through Zacchaeus' receiving of Jesus, he now identifies with Jesus, became one with Jesus and one with the heart of God. In addition to restoring over and above to those he has robbed, Zacchaeus will also give half of what he has to the poor. Now God did not ask Zacchaeus to do this. God gives freely, without obligation. However, out of Zacchaeus' transformed heart, out of God's heart within him, he desired to do this. Such a transformation. Only God can do such a thing. All this was a result of who Jesus is and Zacchaeus' acceptance of him. Zacchaeus testified, Accepted just as I am.
Jesus announced that today salvation had come to Zacchaeus's house. The Saviour himself had come. And today salvation has come in Jesus. Today to us. Just as Jesus declared in the temple when he read the Old Testament prophecy. In Isaiah chapter 61 verse 1. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me. Because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prisons to those who are bound. Jesus went on to say, Today in your hearing this prophecy is being fulfilled. Salvation has come in Jesus. Not only was Zacchaeus set free, but he became a son of Abraham being accepted just as he is, a child of God, a child of the promise of salvation given to Abraham, a promise which was from generation to generation. Remembering that abide is to be in an intimate relationship that forms identity, true identity. As all who receive Jesus become a child of God, we are a fulfillment of God's promise to Abraham. Whether of Jewish descent or non-Jewish descent, in receiving the Jewish Messiah, Jesus the Son of God, we become a true child of the promise. Both the non-Jew and Jew who receive Jesus are together as one. Galatians chapter 3 verses 8 to 9 And the scripture foreseeing that God would justify the Gentiles by faith, preached the gospel to Abraham beforehand, saying, In you all the nations shall be blessed. So then those who are of faith are blessed with believing Abraham. Jesus is salvation. Salvation for all. Accepted just as we are. Jesus' fellowship is good news, good news of great joy. Jesus came from the heart of the Father in grace that is undeserved favour and truth. He includes all who are willing. With Zacchaeus, a rich oppressor who is excluded by the community, was transformed by the love and grace of God when he said yes to Jesus. Jesus sought him out, called him by name, and abided in his house and ultimately his heart, just as God promised he would do centuries ago. Ezekiel chapter 34 Verses 11 to 12. For thus says the Lord God, Indeed, I myself will search for my sheep and seek them out. As a shepherd seeks out his flock on the day he is among his scattered sheep, so will I seek out my sheep and deliver them from all the places where they were scattered on a cloudy and dark day.
the Lord God, the Eternal One, is the Good Shepherd who in sacrificial love searches for his sheep. He diligently seeks them out. Jesus declared, For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. The word Jesus used for seek is to desire, to free those who are lost, held captive, will perish and have been rendered useless. Without Jesus we are lost, held captive, will perish and rendered useless by death, evil and our flesh. Jesus declared that he is the fulfilment and embodiment of God's promise to seek and save that which is lost. And in John chapter 10, verse 11, he declares, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd gives his life for the sheep. As the good shepherd did give his life, he gave everything of himself to save us, to set us free. He was sent from the heart of God the Father who came from heaven and descended into our world to deliver us for all eternity, to give all of himself to us. As the good shepherd, he tends the weak and sick, searches for the lost. He gathers and protects each and every one. He guides us to the choicest green pastures that are lush and green, a fertile place to be at peace and thrive abiding with him by the still waters. It is only through Jesus that we can live in a place of safety, rest and trust. Living in this place brings restoration, refreshment and nourishment to every part of us. And we can only enter into this place in receiving Jesus. God relentlessly pursues in love. He calls each one of us by name. Let us conclude with the lyrics, Come As You Are, by Joseph Sabalik. Come, just as you are. Hear the Spirit call. Come, just as you are. Come and see. Come, receive, come and live forever, softly and tenderly, Jesus is calling, calling for you and for me. Life everlasting, strength for today, taste the living water and never thirst again. Come, receive, come and live forevermore. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered and transformed in Jesus' name.